This is CliffCentral.com. Pan African Connect on CliffCentral.com. Welcome to the show. My name is Rosie Mutena, aka the Afro Yiddish Princess. It is Monday. I'm back in town. The time is five minutes past three. Thank you to my show called Pan African Connect, where I can connect to all beautiful people from across the continent, whether it be musicians to artists to politicians to activists, but anyone who's doing anything fantastic on the African continent, I want to connect with them. This week's show, we're going to be turning to Nigeria, where I'm going to be chatting to the phenomenal singer, TV host. Um, he's an actor. He's a TV presenter, voiceover artist, incredibly global brand. His name is, is Joseph Benjamin, and he's, and he's based in Lagos, Nigeria. But before we get into that interview, let's start the year on a new note with my new favorite song. It's a golden oldie, but it definitely represents what the show is about. Keeping it real on cliffcentral.com. Welcome back to the show. My name is Rosie Mutena, and this is my show called Pan-African Connect. That, of course, was Anjali Kidjo and Wombolombo, which is going to be one of our new theme songs because I think it definitely represents what the show is all about. As I said before the break, the show is all about connecting with people from across the continent, whether it's on food, decor, music, tradition, acting, entertainment, activists, anything that has anything and anything, anything and everyone that has to do with the African continent. And today we're focusing on Nigeria, particularly speaking to Joseph Benjamin, who's a TV presenter, he's a TV host, he's an actor, he's a voiceover artist, a singer. But before we reconnect to him, if you want to drop us a line, the number is 086. Of course, I'm on Twitter and the Princess RTM and, of course, on Instagram and Facebook. Joseph Benjamin, welcome to the show. Thank you, Rosie. How are you doing? I'm fantastic. This is truly Pan-African. We've got a a woman in in, in South Africa speaking to a Nigerian who happens to be in London at the moment. How was your trip there? (laughs) <laughs> it's good. It's good. The weather is cold, but I like it. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> let's 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 start. Let's start with your career and going back to 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 when it all started. Did you did you grow up in a type of home where where um there were a lot of artisans or you came from a musical background? What was what was your upbringing like? 
Well, amazingly, I um, there was nothing like that in my home. Um, it's just that, you know, I know growing up, you know, my mom is someone who listens to a lot of music, you know, mm-hmm. so I grew up listening. I grew up listening to a lot of music, a musical collection and stuff at all. And um, I, I always had a passion for this. You know, I was always drawn to this. It was not in the family line at all. It was just something that I, I, I just, it's something I just broke out with, broke out in. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty much it. Yeah. But I mean, it, you know, whenever I speak to somebody from the continent and, and especially people who are very, very successful, um, you know, majority of the African or the typical African home, when you mention you want to come home, you want to be a singer or an actor, um, yeah. always frowned upon. It's like, OK, so what are you going to do for your real job? Did you have that, that type of sentiment from your family or did you did you have the support from day one when you said that you wanted to go into this line? Well, the thing is, my mom has was always someone, or has always been someone who is very particular about you being professional and all of that, you being comfortable and making sure that you've succeeded, you're successful in whatever it is you're doing. Right. I know back in the day, back in the day, then you know you wouldn't dare say you want to go into, um, you want to get, you want to uh, what's it called, you want to branch into the creative industry because yeah. back then it was looked at. It was, a, it, was, it was something for a bunch of serious people, you know. Yeah. But now it is, it's something that is beginning to um, garner up a lot of um, a lot of prestige. It's beginning to um, begin to get a lot of worldwide recognition, and mm-hmm. also a lot of people are, are more open to that um, opinion of you, of you being this and being part of it. You know. So my mom was a bit, she was a bit indifferent, you know. But the thing is, you know, from then on, I never knew that. You know, the passion will, pull, will push me this far, you yeah, know. So yeah. I, I, I just felt like, okay, it was just something I was passionate about. And, okay, just a, you know, let me just be there, you know. But eventually, <laughs> I didn't have to say, you know, how do you think that? It just grew on me. So eventually, yeah. you know, I, I just found I just found myself <laughs> gradually getting in. It's just like, you know, stuff that is just creeping up, creeping up on me, creeping up on me. And before you know what's happening, yeah. eventually just totally take over, you know. <laughs> yeah, so that's me. That's really much what it is. Yeah, you definitely, when you get that bug, there's, there's, no matter what, what areas you try and turn to, <laughs> it always just pulls you back. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's true. That is so true, sweetie. That's so true, you know. Yeah. And, I, and I know, I remember then, you know, my, my older brother, he's someone who was a bit um, um, passionate about uh, the creative industry. It's not as if he was actually branching into um, any particular sector. He just liked to listen to music, liked mm. to hang around a lot of creative people, you know, he was someone I was actually drawing a lot of that from then, you know, because yeah. I was always looking up, looking up to him, his, you know, you, you know, you know, when they had, um, when they had gigs in school and stuff, he'd invite me and stuff, you know, and oh, he was always proud to take me out, like, hey, this is my kid brother, this is my kid brother, and, you know, <laughs> and I used to, you know, I used to love to sing back then and stuff, you know, uh, you know, so the, the, the passion for music, you know, has mm-hmm. always been there, so I used to love to sing, and he would take me around, hey, this is my kid brother, you know, come to here, blah, blah, and all of that, you know, and, I didn't know that I was actually digging. I was. I was. Uh, I didn't know I was actually grooming. Grooming what has turned out to be something great today. You know. Yeah. So that's pretty much what it is. So at the end of the day, you know, the good thing about it, the family plays a key role. Family plays a key role because you know I've always had a very supportive and a loving family. You yeah. Know? So it's yeah. It has it has helped me. It's helped me stand. Yeah. Well, well, that's important because, especially in this industry, I mean, things can get really cold, and 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 it's you know, yeah. it's a lot of backstabbings, a lot of nail biting. So if you don't have uh, that structure, you uh, can uh, lose yourself. Honestly, the, the the top is usually a lonely place if you're alone there. Yeah, it's actually a lonely place. <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely. <laughs> but but uh, computer literacy. I mean, you you got an you obtained a, a diploma in computer li- literacy. Have yeah, you used yeah. that at all in terms of your career, or was that just um, no, you to get something well, concrete? No, amazingly, um, IT is still a part of me. I I know I use that a bit, you know, but the passion for for the um, for show business was always stepping in and stuff, you know, and I said, okay, fine, let me just keep this call and just go to my thing. But IT is still a, a major part of me. You know, some people have asked me in the past, like, okay, if you were not acting or doing any of these things that are linked to show business now, what would you be doing? I said, I'd rather uh, I'd probably be a software engineer, software developer somewhere, right. you know, because IT is still a very huge part of me. You know, it's still there. It, it, mm-hmm. doesn't, it doesn't go. 
You know, it doesn't go. So it's something that I'm not, I'm not, it's not taking a back seat. So I didn't just do it because I just wanted to get some coffee. I did because I, because I like it. Because yeah. I was passionate. I'm, I'm, I'm that, I'm geeky like that. I'm someone who is very inquisitive. I, I like to push, push the limit. And, you know, that field is something that I've always wanted to be a part of. Yeah. Well, at least, at least it's something yeah. that, 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 you know, you can fall back on. But before all of this, I mean, at the tender age of 12, you did your first film. <laughs> Tales of Moonlight. Let's let's take it all the way back there. Back. <laughs> how did how did you yeah. have this, how, did, how did this opportunity come about? Well, it um, came from the early the early stages. You know, when I used to go for I remember back in the days, then there was um, um, a production house then um, that was doing a lot of the major um, com- um, TV commercials mm-hmm. and and stuff. You know, so for a lot of these ad agencies, you know, and then the um, the um, the MD of the production company then is an American, um, Lloyd Weaver. Mm-hmm. He took a liking to me. You know, he said, "This kid, you're quite talented." You know, you used to be. You know, he always told me to come around and see what is happening and mm-hmm. stuff. You know, and whenever there's an audition, you know, and stuff casting, and stuff, I go, I do, and, and all that. And I took quite a few gigs from there, and then the thing transpired from there to. Um, um, it was a day someone I saw um, a producer for just um, key, the key, um folktale show um, 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 Tales by Moonlight and um, I told her I said okay I'm, I grew up watching this thing you know it'll be a really good being a part of it and then she says to me okay um, come to this course then NTA of course which was which had, had at that point was the, like the largest network in Africa I know and this thing is to go around across the uh, uh, NTA, NTA network and so I kind of said, okay, come over. And I, and I went to the, I went to um, the TV station, I think, uh, I think a week later or so, and then she, she auditioned me and said, okay, okay, you're good, you're good, come, come. And then, <laughs> but yeah, but, but, but and weren't I, you nervous? Weren't you inquisitive? I mean, you know, I remember like at that age, I mean, I couldn't even speak to anybody that I didn't know. Were you not, was it not nerve-wracking as a kid or did you just know that you, that you would fit into that, that place? Well, it's just a thing of you feeling like, okay, you know, I can do this thing. You believe in yourself, like, you know, even, even if your age might be a barrier at the time, you know, but you yeah. just believe in yourself that I can do this thing and then, you know, and go forth and, you know, put your best foot forward and, and you get the opportunity and you showcase it. That's pretty much what happened at that point. You know, I just yeah. believe, okay, I, I could, yeah, I can't do this now. Why don't I just do it, you know, and... Then, and I came and she did the script and I did it. You know, <laughs> although I don't, I know back in the day, man, age used to be a really major issue. And people tell me when I go for auditions, they say, you're just fantastic. You are just so good, but you look too young for the character. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I had a, I had a lot of that, but that didn't deter me. I just kept going on, kept mm-hmm. pushing. <laughs> yeah. the, the true trait of, of, of a true true thespian or actor you just you just pick yourself yeah. and keep on going doesn't matter what people tell you but what what, 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 what was what was the character about what was the character like how did you get into character um, uh, well well for me then because okay fine basically what the story was about that I and mean, what the show was about that yeah. um you have um and and um and uh, an old lady uh gather children around and tell her and tell them folk tales right and then from there, you cut to where the stories are being um, acted out by people, you know, because we had the folk tales then stories about, you know, of course, the animal came down, but so we had people dressed up in those animal costumes like a lion and the elephant and all of that stuff. And then you had human beings around who would also act alongside them. Yeah. So I remember I, act, I acted in three episodes. One of them, I was um, a palace guard. I was a guard to the king in that particular story. Um, the second one, I think I was a homeless child. And the third one, I can't really remember the third the third story. And, and stuff. So that's pretty much what it is. It was, it was something pretty much straight that you could enter into, you know, something not too hard. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 for me, for me, I, I never believed anything was too hard. You know, I just thought, like, hey, come on, you can give me an opportunity to do it. You know, and of course, you made me a star instantly in my, <laughs> in my neighborhood. In my yeah. neighborhood then, I was really popular. Yeah. And I remember then going back home and I remember... That the particular day the first um, episode aired, I'm like you know, people in my neighborhood are like, "Oh, dude, we saw you on TV, we saw you on TV." I'm like, <laughs> you were getting into the fame at, at an early age, even before puberty yeah. struck. It was hitting you, baby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was. Right. 
<laughs> and I felt really good. I felt really good. I'm like, okay, now this is awesome. This is awesome. Let's, let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. And uh, well, and that's how it, the journey just started. Yeah. And and growing yeah. up, I mean, did you have any? Did you have any friends who? Who um, and even now, like any childhood friends who wanted to get into the industry and have also succeeded, or have have you all just gone your 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 different avenues? Well, growing up, then I know I had a few friends who wanted to, but they 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 they, they didn't have that um um they didn't have the um, patience, you know, they they didn't persevere. Yeah, and um, then because it was not very encouraging, then you know, they didn't mm. persevere. I also. I was a bit discouraged myself, but I didn't have that determined. I kept going, you know. And then coming, you know, you know, going forward now, fast tracking to now, or like uh, maybe like a few years ago, I still had a few friends who who wanted to, you know, get into it as well. I remember then we all used to um, uh, model together, you know, and stuff, you know. And a lot of them then used to say, "Hey, I want to do this." And I had a few who actually went ahead of me, mm. but. But um, they dropped out now, you know, like, 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 you know, they kind of like, you know, just, just put out and like say, oh, come on, man, this is not for me. And like, yeah. you know, they've gone back to probably a regular professional life and all of that. <laughs> so right now, you know, that's it. So right now, if I look through, if I look through the, my pool of friends, not really, I can't pin out. No, a lot of them, no, none of them, none of them, none of them, none of them went, went the whole, the whole, the whole, the whole mile. Yeah. None of them went the whole mile, no. And when I see a lot of them these days, now they tell me, wow, Joseph, we're so proud of you, dude. We know how, now you're, you're a true test of the fact that, look, waiting and pushing perseverance pays, because dude, man, we know how we used to go for this thing, but you kept going, man, look at you today. (laughs) And I'm like, dude, that is it. That is it. Yeah. You know? Modeling, yeah. but but did you? I mean, how much modeling have you done? Because from the rest of the continent, looking on in terms of like the African faith, the face of Africa, and all of those different pageants, um, yeah, I was always just focused on the female. Did you? Did you get yeah. into the modeling industry? What is the modeling no, industry no, like in Nigeria? No. It is. It's growing. It is. It's really growing. It's. It's. It's not where it used to be. But then I remember we were doing a lot more of. Um, a lot of a lot more press, a lot more press and um and um and TV commercials mm-hmm. because because runway modeling then wasn't very big, right? wasn't as big, It wasn't as big as it is now. Mm-hmm. You know, they, were, they didn't have a lot of um, designers. You know, it was you know the, the fashion industry. You know, was still growing. Yeah. You know, then so so pretty much it was more doing press. You know, outdoor outdoor advertising for for brands and. And then TV commercials, you mm. know. So I'd say we didn't really do a lot of um, um, um what's it called, runway, you know, because there was not really much there to to, to push for. Yeah, so, okay. yeah, so that's it. Okay. But now, but yeah. now it is really growing. It's really booming because because the fashion industry is just growing. It just just keeps growing. So mm. of course, there's a need. There's a constant need for models, you know, to showcase. To showcase their their, their 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 collections and stuff and all of that, so yeah. it's something that is very good. And I know quite a few of them from from that business have actually have actually um what's the call have actually switched. A lot of them have had international deals through that and all of that, which which is something very laudable. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. talking about the fashion industry, I mean, one of the things that really intrigued me in my first visit to West Africa and. It intrigued me because South Africans' fashion, now it's moving towards what's local and, and, and picking up on our traditions and that type and our own yeah. fabrics. But, we were, but back then yeah. we were very, very westernized. And what I loved about West African fashion was that it, yeah. it, it enforced um, Nigerian tradition, culture, African. Um, has that still stayed the same or is, is a lot of the fashion styles moved towards the West? Well, what we have now is still it, it, it's a mix of both mm. you know it, 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 it's trying to stay relevant with the with the western market but maintain your roots is what it is we have now yeah. you know because we have a lot of our designs that come from our african fabrics and you know and a lot of um a lot of um designs right now are inspired by our culture inspired by our style mm. you know what 
still would maintain that stint of the Western uh, Western sales so that you can appeal to the Western market. And if you see now, even the Western market is even gradually being influenced by the Af- by African designs. Mm. Uh, lately, lately, I've been seeing a lot of them um, because we have this um, fabric here called Ankara. Mm. You know, and lately I've been seeing a lot of a lot of this Western design, you know, being inspired by that that fabric. You know, they use that fabric, you know, for few of the designs here and there. You know, which is really good. So I think it's a mix of both. You mm. know, appealing to the Western market but maintaining our African roots because knowing that look, that is what sets you apart. That is what makes you distinct. Yeah. Because you cannot you cannot compete with the Western market. They 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 designed this thing. You know, they designed the game. So if you want to be relevant in the game, you should come with your own style. You should come with your own identity. Yeah. You get it? And yes, and then it makes you stand out. Yeah. You know, because if you if you come and try to be like them or try to out, try to outwork them, you just you you fail at it because hey, it's their game. Yeah, and also it's best it's best to shine in what you know, you know, and, car- yeah. and carry your weight forward. How how, how would you yes, describe um, how would you describe your 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 dress sense? If somebody were to say, well, you know, <laughs> I want to design for you, uh, who are you? What, um, how do we design around you? Well, how would I describe my dress then? Mm. Uh, well, <laughs> I, am, I am me. I, I, I'm always, I've constantly been an advocate for less is more. Mm-hmm. I try to stay comfortable, you know. I, I, I don't necessarily go with trends, mm. you know, always. I just try to put on whatever I know, whatever feels good. I have stylists. Who put stuff together for yeah. me most times when I have uh, events or I have a show that I need to be on for an extended period, you know, I'll have my stylist to work on my wardrobe. Right. But for me, on a daily basis, for events and stuff, for me, I like to keep it simple because hey, I found that my brand, my kind of person, I, I don't have to put too much effort to look good in whatever it is I do. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's just, you know, less effort and, and I make a mark. You know, that's the kind of person. My mind is simplicity is the key for me. Less is more as yeah. long as it feels comfortable and I don't doesn't necessarily have to go with trends, but if that particular thing is inspired by the trends of today, fine. No, mm. but it's not like that is the it's not like that is the focus. You know, right. so no, you're, not, no. you're not you're not going to be dying for a specific fashion. Nah. <laughs> That's no, good to no, hear. No, no, not at all. Not at all. As long as I'm comfortable in what it is, I'm I'm in, then I'm good. Yeah. Before we go yeah. on, I want I'm gonna, and my, and I want to next to talk about your your singing and of course your your major break um, on the MTN yeah. Project Fame. But before we yeah. get into that, I just want our listeners to to, to take a listen to this. Hold on for the. perfect day I know that I can count on you uh-huh. when that's not possible uh, tell me can you weather the storm uh-huh. cause I need somebody who will stand by through the good times and bad times, she will always, always be right there. Sunny days, everybody has them. Tell me, baby, can you stand the rains? Oh, Peter Turin 
presents the glorious musical comedy Singing in the Rain. Direct from a sellout London West End season, this five-star production will leave you with a song in your heart and a smile on your face. With spectacular dancing and raining live on stage, Singing in the Rain showers you with everything you could wish for in a hit musical. Now on at Monte Cassino, only until March 13. Singing in the Rain, book now. Welcome back to the show. The time is now 15.29. <laughs> I hear him laughing in the background. For those of you just tuned in before the break, we had Mr. Joseph Benjamin singing live at the MTN Project Fame West Africa. Come on, I, ha- I had to play that sultry voice. You're not in the studio with me, so come on, humor me a bit. <laughs> now, that, that, that was a live performance for our listeners. That was a live performance which, which I played you. And that was season six. But you, you actually got your break early on in season two, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, I actually got my major break from 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 Project Bay. Yeah. Like you know, yeah, well, my biggest break, you know, in the industry was was getting the the hosting gig for Project Fame, which right. I have been doing now for seven years. Yeah. Now. So, and that has actually opened other doors, you know. So it's 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 been an amazing an amazing experience for me so far. You know, it's been amazing. I've I've gotten to you know. And you know, uh, you know, be a part of, of of the making of a lot of a lot of talent, a mm. lot of amazing talent, you know, and stuff. You know, the likes of Inyanya came out from Project Fame. Oh wow! You know, the, yes, he won the amazing edition of Project Fame. You know, um, Praise is from that same season. Chidema is from that same season. These are, you know, I've. I, I actually, you know, immediately when I see Chidema today, Blossom, she was like this very nerdy, um, quiet, calm girl who just came into the show, and she eventually won the show, and today she's become something else. So when I see that, it's been, it's been an amazing experience for me to be a part of mm. all the show. Now, for, for those listeners who don't know what Project Fame is, it's it's um, a, a show which basically highlights when people can come in. Is it just singing talent, or is it across the board? Mm-hmm. I'm saying, is it just singing, singing talent, or is it talent yeah, from acting, just singing? No, no, just a singing talent. You know, the thing is, the amazing addition of Project Fame happened in South Africa. Mm. I remember Dare, Dare was part of that amazing addition of Project Fame. Yeah. Dare, um, I think, um, um, linked, um, what's the, what was, was there Lindiwe in there? I think it was Lindiwe. There was Dare. Mm. There was, um, yeah, it, it, um, it, it's from, it, it, I think the meeting, the very first edition I ever, ever watched was from South Africa, which had Dare. This was years ago. So it's just a singing, it's a singing, it's, it's, it's a reality for singing. It's, it's not a cross board, it's just for singing, you know, mm. and there's an academy, an academy that has a principal, a music director, a vocal coach, and a dance instructor. So you mm. guys go through. 10 weeks of mentoring, yeah. 10 weeks of, of training to, to, to put them in place and, you know, help them become stars, you know, yeah. so they, they learn, they learn, and you can actually follow through with their progress from the day they get into the academy up until probably when they get to lead the show, mm-hmm. you get it? so you see this progress, so it's actually one, it is actually, I would, I dare say, not because I host the show, but it's the most it's the most successful yeah. show so far. It's the most intense and, and impacting show so far. Mm. And I suppose it also just opens up for those who are, have an idea if they want to get into the industry, but it gives you, a, yeah. I suppose, a, a realistic appeal to what it's actually yeah. like out there, at least close to it. Yeah. So it's, it's yeah. the long hours. It's, it's the re- rehearsal after rehearsal after rehearsal. Yeah. You know, it's that yeah. dedication. Yeah. Yeah, no. it takes a lot of that. Yeah, yeah, it takes a lot of that. So you understand the game, you understand the business before you get in there. Mm. And a good thing about it is, this guy, you're 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 connected to live music. So it's not like as these days, what we have now is is more of is more of um um it's more about the fame yeah. as opposed to understanding 
the, the understanding the fullness of what music is about. Yeah. It's, it's deeper than what we have today. It's, it goes beyond getting to the studio and cooking up a few bits and then get mm-hmm. out there and get, get the, you know, make some club bangers. No. Mm-hmm. Music is something, it's, it, music is therapeutic. It's something that is supposed to connect your listeners to you. Yeah. Your listeners should be able to see and they should be able to feel and understand who you are through your music. Absolutely. And you can't do that. You can't do that through these heart-based sessions and stuff and all of that. No lyrical content mm-hmm. and all of that. You don't, you don't do that, you know. Yeah. So that is what these guys get to learn from Project Fame. And they get to sing rehearse every week with a live band. You know, understand music for what it is. Mm-hmm. So they don't get, they don't miss their direction. Yeah. Because yeah. after all, I mean, it's, it's a proper craft. It's like, it's like a painter. You're telling a story. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and, you, and yeah. you, the, the, the words are your lyrics. So if you don't, if you don't understand yeah. fundamental yeah. principles, the story's not going yeah. to be conveyed. Do you have any formal, I mean, I know you, that you, your, your family supported you, but do you have any formal vocal uh, tra- training? Amazingly not. Wow. Rosie, amazingly not. Everything I do today has been self-taught. Nothing, you know, it's just like you're waking up and realizing you have this talent and you work on it. Yeah. Acting, I never, I never went into, I never went to any acting school mm. or, or, um, for, to be a presenter. I never went to any finishing school. Or, you know, I never did any, I've not done any vocal, I've not gone to any music school to learn how to sing and all of that. No. Everything is just natural and just, and I've just been working on it and building and improving it. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, and 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 yeah. the 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 state of 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 the Nigerian music scene. I mean, my introduction was. I suppose 2006, 2007 with Storm Records, with, you know, Nato C, Ikuchuku, those guys. Um, and, it's, and it's really, really, um, I don't want to use the word transgress, but it's really, really grown. Um, where is it sitting at the moment? I mean, is it still heavily hip hop based or have artists now moved into other genres of music? Well, it is, it is still, well, it is, it is more of, um, there's a twist. It's, it's a fusion of there's high life, there's Afro beats, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a pop puree. Yeah. Get it? Right now, what we have, you know, hip hop is still there, which is still profound, but now it's more of this high life, Afro beat kind of fusion that they have going on now that mm-hmm. has eventually. That has, um, eventually become the Nigerian sound, which is what you hear around clubs and stuff and all of that. A lot of these young fellas who are coming up now, you know, yeah, yeah. are doing that, you know. And then those who are more of the serious, like the deep musicians and, and those who are like deep into this business, they still do, they're the ones who still branch out to do alternative music and all of this stuff, you know, and, right. and all, you know, so, yeah, so right now, the young lads are actually holding ground right now because, hey, uh, the they, the people want club bangers, they want all of these kind of songs they can party and dance to, mm-hmm. but in the, midst of, in the midst of all of that, the, these listeners still want real music. Yeah. They still learn for real music, and when they see people who are doing real music, they connect with them so well. Yeah, absolutely. So, but, but we, yeah, so it's growing though. It's growing. It's 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 really growing. It's, it's mm. really growing. Hip hop still has its place, but it's not dominating totally. You know, because there's hip hop there, but with a tint of high life in it. Like you have the likes of Fino, Fino who is is hip hop, but there's this tint of, of the, the, the African thing, the high life thing, sort of. You know, which is which is which is related to him being an evil man and stuff and all of that. You know, so yeah, mm. so it's still there. Yeah, yeah, but, but hip hop is not actually taking is not is not predominantly hip hop right yeah. now. It's more of the highlights than the spooky thing. Yeah. yeah. Sort of. Yeah. But one one thing I've always I've always commended for is is, is the production yeah. quality has always been on a on a yeah. on a high standard. Yeah. You know, is it um why is that? Is it a, a lot of artists recording outside of the country or is that production quality actually happening in Nigeria? A lot of a lot of the production happens in Nigeria. Beautiful. Like majority majority of the productions happen in Nigeria. And of course, they, they get to take them out to master and mix and stuff. But even the mixing and mastering, a lot of them are done in Nigeria. Mm. You know, so a lot of this production quality comes from Nigeria. Amazingly, that's brilliant. Amazingly, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. I want I want to play one of your favorite artists. So I know when when before we did the interview and I asked you who are your favorite ones, you <laughs> you sent through a list. Okay, <laughs> so no my first no one is is uh, uh, do you pronounce it Asha Aza A S A Asha Asha Yeah. What yeah. what 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 intrigues you about her 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 style of music? She is so deep. She is an um she's a lyricist. She's mm. an orator. Yeah. Well, she speaks through her music. Yeah. That is what that is what intrigues me about her. Beautiful. Well, don't say anything else. We're going to play her song "Better Stones," and then when we come back, let's talk about a little bit more about your acting career. Keeping it real on CliffCentral.com. She's been sleeping on a bed of stone by a window where no light goes. She wakes to the roar of the traffic rumbling outside. Then she remembers a dream and smiles. Yeah, she smiles. On her dress she irons the folds. Somewhere mama told. Her brothers and sisters All the way home Are proud of the way she fights Hardship alone home Some hope but the let go Some hope but the She's there The way that they talk to her Look through a stare That was the beautiful sounds of Asha and Bed of Stone. For those of you who have just tuned in, I'm speaking to the highly talented Joseph Benjamin from Nigeria, who's an actor, a TV host, a TV presenter, a show host, a singer. Uh, what, what, what else can you do? I mean, can you also dance? I mean, you're also a model. <laughs> God, God was. I always say when somebody's so talented, I say that God was definitely eating ice cream when he made you because you just, you all rounded, baby. <laughs> oh, my word. <laughs> but your, your acting career, I mean, you've, you, you've performed in so many amazing films, and I just want to touch on, on a few of them. And the one was Tangle With Me. When did you do that one? Um, I did Tangle With Me in 2000. So, so 2010, I think. Okay. I think it was in 2010. Uh, yeah, 2010, I did that with Genesis Najib. It was a brilliant piece. It was amazing. It was beautiful. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. Yeah. Um, it was directed and produced by Mahmoud Ali Barogo. Yeah. Um, who is, of course, a veteran in the business, you know, and... Um, for me, it was, it was also it was it was a good launching pad to bring me back into the system because I left the system, I left acting for a bit, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, but I was still doing I was still doing quite a few stuff here and there, quite a few I've I've done quite a few productions and all, but yeah. that was one of the um, biggest that I'd, I'd done like you know on my return, you know, yeah. so yeah, and it was a great experience for me. The entire crew were. We're filming from Hollywood, and we shot on, of course, on film, 35mm. It was the first experience for me shooting, doing a movie, shooting a movie on 35mm. It's not like I've done, I've done, I've shot, um, I've been part of TV commercials that were shot on 35mm. Yeah. But for me, it was the first time I was part of film production yeah. that was, you know, that was the church shot, shot 
probably on film and you know play. Isn't that an amazing experience though from, from yeah. just going from from normal type of filming, if you want to call it normal, to you working yeah. with these huge, magnificent um, cameras, yeah. you know, it's just you really yeah. feel part of the process. Yeah, it was it was honestly priceless. It, I don't know, I don't know what what this can describe, but I just knew that everything I learned is just it was an invaluable experience. Mm. Your favorite, your yeah. favorite actresses. Who's your favorite Nigerian actress? Hmm. I have quite a few, though. Yeah. I have quite a few, trust me. I have quite a few. Yeah. I have quite a few. Um, there's, there's Widow Dominic, there's Genevieve, Genevieve Naji, yeah. there's um, uh, Mercy Johnson, there's um, 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 Motola, mm-hmm. there's, um, there's who? There's um, Omonio Boli, there's Insight Burton. Um, these people I'm calling are, are they, they stand their ground. Yeah. Um, because um, they've, they've also, like you, they've already made their international appeal. I mean, you yeah, know, they, they have. Yeah. They have. They have. Mm. They have. And um, honestly, they, they, they are, I don't know, I don't know. Words, I just can't express it, but I just know these women, those women have have contributed their own quarter to the growth of the industry, to the growth of the system, and I have a lot of admiration and respect for these women. Mm. You know, I have a lot of admiration and respect for them. And there are quite a few... Um, movie producers out there who, you know, women, and, you know, and directors who are who are actually adding value to the African film industry as yeah, well. Yeah, talking you talking about the African film industry. I mean, when when people think of of the Nigerian side of the film industry, automatically Nollywood comes up. But there there's another level of filmmaking also besides from from the from the well known Nollywood um short films that, that you know that, that you can buy off the streets here that are shown on on, on, on channels all around the world. Um yeah. do you want do you wanna give a bit of a, a a brief description about those those the, the two different sects? Because um when you think about it, the two the 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 talent and the, the style of filmmaking of both of the different mm-hmm. kinds are very, very different. Okay, fine. So if I if I get you right, you're basically trying to harp in and highlight mm. the straight to DVD to the straight to DVD movies yeah. or and 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 the other ones that yeah. are the other ones. Let's let's board. yeah, let's talk about more about the other ones, the ones that are making of the, the film festivals, the ones that you know, that are putting you, yeah. Genevieve, out on the map, um, that are winning awards yeah. and so forth. Those ones are honestly, like I say, those ones are things that I am proud to say yes. Mm-hmm. That these ones are beginning to gradually, you know, move and push us, put us on the map. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of attention is being paid to details. And, of course, these things are not usually small budget. They're not mm-hmm. usually small budget movies and, and, and stuff. And, of course, if you look through the crop of directors and producers who are involved in this thing, these are people who are veterans. You know, mm-hmm. they're people who have understood the business. They understand what the demands are. And they know that, of course, that there's a certain standard that, that needs to be met. There's a certain standard that it needs to be pushed forth, and that's what they have decided to come up with, and that's why every time they bring forth productions, they constantly make their mark, you yeah. know, and even though that uh, we've been plagued with with um, with um, um, distribution, which has been the greatest challenge for, for filmmaking in Africa, you know, but they still thrive. They've been thriving through it, you understand, and of course now, there's just certain, and uh, we can hear a sigh of relief now seeing that Netflix has finally launched in Africa, yeah. which is basically a, it's like it's a breath of it's 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 a breath of fresh air, sort mm. of you know. So now it's going to help tackle distribution for filmmakers in Africa, yeah. you know. And yeah, so it's 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 it, it, I, I applaud these people who have held their own even. Through the midst of all, in the, in the midst of all of the struggles and and the, the the difficulties in in being able to you know to 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 to, to push forth your products here in 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 the system, you mm-hmm. understand? Because our people are just gradually embracing embracing the cinema culture and then gradually embracing African content, you know. And oh yeah, because seeing that look, we're beginning to get things right. You know, so I applaud all these people, and me having been a part of some of these productions, it's 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 something that I I cherish. It's something I hold dear to my heart any day, any time, because I know these things have helped push forth my brand. They've helped push forth the brands of all of these amazing people. Yeah. They, and at the end of the day, it is pretty much 
to put Africa on the map. Yeah, and also it's pretty it's, it's pretty um, cool and, and intriguing because in the next couple of years, when people look back at the history of where it started, you were part of the movement. So that I mean that yeah. that is exciting in itself. Yes. Yeah. Yes, my dear. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. No. Your the ultimate roles. What are your ultimate roles? Who do who who do you want to play besides James Bond? I see you playing James Bond one day. Oh, I'm just no, putting. I'm just putting. I'm just putting that out there. I'm just putting that out there. We need awesome, an. We need an African awesome. James Bond. Awesome, awesome, Rosie. Thank you for getting on that train as well. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Awesome. Well, for me, that'll be the ultimate role, Jess, uh, Rosie. Mm-hmm. That'll be the ultimate role, and um, um, probably, probably like um, um, you know, I don't know, like maybe I heard recently, twenty four is coming back to our screen, but mm-hmm. Jack Bauer is not going to be saving the world. So I'm wondering what is happening over there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So you know that is one ground one wants to fit into someday sometime or being a part of or, or being a part of some of this successful great successful series that have been on on ground for now but nothing comes close to being the, the african james bond yeah. well we've been putting nothing. it out there we're putting it out there it's gonna happen so i can feel it, it. it's gonna happen <laughs> oh, awesome amen to that it's gonna happen <laughs> And and we I forgot to ask you in terms of your singing, uh, have any thoughts of actually just recording your own your own album at any point? That is in the works. Mm-hmm. That is in the works. It is in the works. So um, you know you'll be the first. You know you'll be the first to put it out. You'll be the first. You know. so, <laughs> that <Definitely>. is, <laughs> so that is in the works. It yeah. is definitely in the works. So that is a huge part of me. That is is something I'm so passionate about mm. and of course definitely you know the people get to connect to you like I said get to connect to you through your music and it's in the works it's out there yeah. so it's, it's, it's in the works absolutely and move, moving away from, yeah. from from the industry charities do you do you support any causes or um, any charities whether it's local at home international well local local and I'm someone who's not very given to you know me mm. I'm not someone who's very given to um, talking about stuff I do and stuff, I just believe that you know. Let me just let me just support what I need to support, and whatever whatever needs to come forth as a blessing comes forth and it's on. I would not need to talk about it. That okay, look, I'm supporting this chair, but at least I'm, I am doing I am I'm doing quite a few locally and stuff. You know, mm-hmm. putting a smile on a lot of faces. You know, put a smile on a lot of faces, and I just usually like to keep it that way. I don't usually like to like you know. Yeah. Public, you know, publicize it or, or talk about it. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's just just me. In term, in your opinion, what are the most pressing socioeconomic problems or issues that 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 we're facing as a continent? Um. Well, honestly, Rosie, we can go on and on. We can go on and on. You know, I just wanted to talk about what has been it has become like a broken record right now: corruption. Mm. Corruption, it's, it's like a broken record. It's, it's something that is a worldwide epidemic. Mm. It's a worldwide epidemic, but for us, it's totally, it's for us, it, it, it is messed, it's messing up our entire system, our structures. It's messing up the entire product, productivity of, of nations in Africa. Mm. Mm. You understand? People, people have become so like a difficult. People have decided to, you know, be so, so greedy and selfish, you mm-hmm. know, are forgetting the forgetting the general populace and and you know, they're forgetting the fact that you know whatever it is, it's like a, you know whatever you do has a ripple effect. Yeah. You understand? It has a ripple effect because if you feel you're guarding yourself today, the ripple effect will eventually touch, if not you immediately, will touch someone who's close to you. I want to touch someone who's close to you. It'll get to you because I'm, I'm trying as much as possible to be very, very um. Be very very discreet with with answering this particular question. You understand? Yeah. And being a bit not to not to sound very um, 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 political or, or 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 something in a sense. You know that's why I'm I'm, I'm, I'm mm. answering it this way. You understand? But yeah. at the long run, honestly, Rosie, our leaders in Africa, our leaders, our leaders need, need to get it right. Yeah, our yeah. leaders need to get it right because. It is it is it is messing us up. It is messing us up so badly, so yeah. badly, Rosie, that everything around the system is affected by it. Yeah. 
And also because, be, because of our synergies that are happening on a global aspect. You know, if we don't fix yeah. this now, we're going to be losing out on so many opportunities. We'll be, we'll you know, and also just, and also just, yeah, rising up as, as, as the strong force that we are. But, but you yeah. know what I mean? It's just these things. And I, I, and I hear you and I, and I appreciate your, your, your diplomacy on, 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 on addressing yeah. the issue. But I yeah. think, yeah, yeah, I think it's every nation. It's not just your nation. It's every nation across yeah. Africa. You know, yeah. that we need to tackle yeah. and we need to talk about these issues and we need to speak up yeah. about it. Yes, we do, we do, we mm. do, we do, Rosie, or else it's just going to, it's just going to drown the entire system. Yeah. It's going to just drown the entire system. And then the, and then the international community, the Western world will hop in and cash in on it. Because yeah. that is what you always do. Mm. Get it? You understand? It's just going to be a repeat of history our, again. Yeah. Yes, it will be so. Because that's what those look for, so cashing in on our inability to be to be united, our inability to, to stand and tackle new things. You understand? It was just, like you said, it would be a repeat of history again. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. But we're not, we're not going to allow that to happen. We, we, we're going to no. push our brands. No. We're going to tell our that's, stories. We're going to transcend from across, from every, 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 every corner of the, of the globe. Every corner of the globe. So that they'll hear it from our own, they'll hear it from our own way. They'll see it inter- interpreted the way it should be interpreted. And they'll hear the stories the way they're supposed to be told. Yes. Not what, not what the people out there say. Yeah. Not the way they, rep- they represent us. We represent ourselves the way we're supposed to represent it. I bring for our stories the way it should be brought forth. Amen. Joseph, it has mm. been an absolute pleasure speaking to you. Um, obviously, you'll be pushing your brand, letting the rest of my listeners know of your every move. Um, God willing, we're going to get you. We're going to get you to SA sometime this year. God willing, by June. Um, but thank you so much for your time. Keep on shining. Rock, 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 rock whatever you're doing in London. And um, we look forward to, to promoting that CD of yours. Awesome stuff. Awesome stuff. Thank you so much. Beautiful. Thanks so much for your time, darling. Have a beautiful day. That was Mr. Joseph Benjamin from Nigeria. If you want to find out a little bit more about him, you can hit me up on Twitter at R, uh, Princess RTM. Also, he's um, following the Twitter handle at Waka Agency. So if you want bookings, find out where what he's doing, want to get other interviews, find out where, where he's taking his career over the next couple of months, I can assure you it's going to be really, really exciting. A um, couple of TV shows coming up, more acting. And, of course, as he said, he's working on that CD. So we'll definitely keep you keep you um, informed about what's happening there. That brings to an end to the show. If you have any comments, please drop us a line. We're on WeChat. The number's 0861 um, As I said, I'm on, on, on Twitter as well as PrincessRTM. Next week, we're going to be looking at um, beauty across the African continent and speaking to a wonderful Pan-Africanist woman who's came to South Africa and has opened an amazing spa. So we, she's going to be in the studio talking about that and, and how difficult it's been for her as a, as a non-South African black woman coming in and, and running a successful business. So as always, it's always keeping within, within the interest of what's happening on the continent, um, highlighting and, and, and promoting the beauty, the importance and, and the pride of what Africa is all about. Thank you so much for listening. Tune in next week, same time, same place. And of course, my name is Rosie McDenna, aka Afro Yiddish Princess. Thanks. Pan African Connect on cliffcentral.com. This is cliffcentral.com.